Welcome to the Sally and the Zen podcast. I'm your host, Sally. I'm a Zen Buddhist caregiver to my elderly folks and always in pursuits to find Zen moments in everyday living. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're not new and you're returning, welcome back. So hope everybody's doing well under our current circumstances. My particular county where I live is still under yellow status for stay at home. We're at the point, well beyond the point actually, of being resigned to staying at home and just taking it day by day, one groundhog's day after another. And just thankful that we're safe and sound. That's the simple things for us at this point, though. And I hope that you and yours are doing well also. So today's episode is starting with the basics of the golden years. What exactly is it? Who coined the phrase? Because I'm kind of curious myself. And my thoughts from the perspective as their caregiver, what lessons learned What actions can I take to prepare my own golden years to be truly golden? Because when you really think about it, when you really break it down, as their caregiver, I have front row seats to how the golden years treat people. Lessons learned right before my eyes that I can take into consideration when I enter my golden years and what to do versus what not to do. It's kind of like a pre cursor to that third age. And we're going to talk more about the third age uh, in a little bit. But yeah, the third age or my golden years. Now, who wouldn't want to know how to deal with getting older or learning to navigate it a little bit better from other people's experience? It's all free. It's just if you're aware and you're willing. And if you're still interested, if you're still hanging in there with me, let's get started. Now, before we begin, let me just put out my normal disclaimer out there and say that everything I say on today's episode are my opinions and my opinions alone. I'm not paid by anyone or sponsored by anyone to say what I'm going to say. And there we go. And I will definitely include all of these resources on the show notes. So here's a little bit of historical trivia. According to Robert R. Rowley, attorney at law, the actual phrase, the golden years was coined in 1959 in an advertising campaign for America's first large-scale retirement community. It was a roll of the dice to see whether folks 50 and better would embrace an active new way of life, move away from their families, and buy one of the modest homes on a $2 million golf resort development in the middle of the Arizona desert. Now, that's an interesting piece of historical trivia on how the golden age was coined. And I'm not surprised that it came from a marketing campaign to sell something. So, and then my next question after that was, what time frame, what age range makes up the golden years. And I came across another resource, the third age, the golden years of adulthood written by Stephen F. Barnes, PhD of the San Diego State University. And the article was written in 2011. The third age is now considered by many to be the golden years of adulthood, he says. It is generally defined as the span of time between retirement and the beginning of age-imposed physical 
emotional, cognitive limitations, and today would roughly fall between the ages of 65 and 80 plus. This is a period of adulthood where typically there are fewer responsibilities, for example, career and family rearing than before. And when coupled with adequate financial resources and good physical and psychological health offers rich possibilities for self-fulfillment, purposeful engagement, and completion. So at an individual level, the third age can last a few years or as much as two decades or more. Since aging has now become highly contextualized in America, there is no set pattern, sequence of events, or progression of steps for navigating this life space. That's the end of the paragraph. But for that last line, I don't agree with it because although there's no set pattern, we have a valuable resource right before us. And if we're lucky, it's our parents. But older folks in general are living and breathing examples that we can take to heart of how we can shape our own golden years. To me, your golden years are as unique as your fingerprint. So of course, there's not going to be a set pattern. So in the beginning of the year, when I kicked off the wellness season in the first quarter of 2020, I had mentioned that the three important criterias for wellness, personally speaking, is health, spiritual, and financial. Now, when I look at the golden years and think of how I would like to pass my golden years, let's be real about this. You need to have money. You need to be able to pay the bills. And ideally, in the golden years, in your older years, between 65 to 80 plus, you could be living longer nowadays because statistically speaking, we can live up to 110 years old nowadays with the technology that we have and the medicine that we have, generally speaking. People are living longer, specifically also women are living longer than men. And there's a real possibility now that you outlive your money. So while it's all good and great to look at the golden years and plan out your golden years, if you got no money, there's no golden years. You got to worry about paying the next month's rent if you still have rent, paying the next month's bills, or it becomes a horrible choice of food versus your medicine. So in that reference, first and foremost, for the golden years to be truly golden, you need to be financially stable. And I don't mean wealthy. I'm talking about having the finances to be able to pay your monthly bills. And I can tell you from personal experience as being a caregiver to mom and dad, that outliving your money is a very real issue. And I can say frankly, on a broad level, that if mom and dad didn't live with me, if I wasn't as on stable grounds as I am right now, they wouldn't be able to make their monthly payments. They had sacrificed so much of their working years to put me and my brother through good schools, making sure that we're educated and safe and sound at the expense of themselves. And it's only right that I give back to them and that I fortunately am on stable grounds to be able to do that. But it's a very real issue to outlive your money. That's why it's critical. And I believe this so wholeheartedly that everyone, including myself, retirement planning is key to having 
truly golden years. Now, some time ago, and I never caught the reference, I never saved the resource, I didn't clip the article, but I remember reading about a survey, a survey question that stuck with me. The question that stayed with me from that survey was, what would make people more stable? What would give people more comfort? Lump sum payments or monthly payments? So it means not being wealthy, not winning the lottery. If you win the lottery, awesome. But it's about having that consistency, that assurance of knowing that your bills are paid. And I actually lean towards the monthly payments. Now I came across a question from Cora, Cora Cora.com, Q-U-O-R-A. And I came across a question that David Cutzler on July 21st, 2018 answered. And the question that was posed was this, do you agree with my parents that the golden years ain't so golden? And Dave wrote this in response to that question. I retired last year at age 66. I have a few aches and pains, but fortunately, I am very healthy. I spent the last quarter century of my working career planning for my retirement. Due to my careful planning, my retirement income is about 150% of the medium U.S. family income. That doesn't even include the 62000 in annual dividend income that my investment portfolio earns. I made sacrifices to contribute the maximum amount to my Roth IRA every year for 25 years and make the maximum annual contribution to my TSP every year. TSP is the equivalent of a 401k plan for federal workers. I joined an investment club and taught myself how to invest, he says. When I retired from the U.S. Air Force in 2007, I rolled my TSP into a rollover IRA. With prudent investing, the $104,000 that I rolled over from my TSP in 2007 is now worth more than triple that amount. My good health, I can contribute to good genes and good luck. As far as my retirement income and investment assets, there was no luck involved. I made sacrificing. I made sacrifices during my working career to build up my investment portfolio and learned from my mistakes. And I made plenty of investment mistakes. I'm sharing this not to brag, but to share my message to those who are still working. Start planning for your retirement now. Start saving for retirement now. Start investing now. If you are depending on Social Security as your retirement plan, Expect your golden years to be living from Social Security check to Social Security check and having to decide if you can pay for your medication or buy groceries at the end of the month. It doesn't have to be this way. And he succinctly wrote exactly how I feel. And there's nothing else I can add to that. Now that brings us to the end of our podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope today's discussion was meaningful. And before I leave you, today's affirmation is, I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation and choose its contents. Powerful words. If you have any questions or comments, drop by my blog, sallyandthezen.com. Click the contact page and drop me a line. Depending on what the comment is, I may feature it on a future episode or make it into a separate episode. We'll see, depending on what it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on today's podcast and for joining me on my pursuits to find Zen moments in everyday living. Talk to you soon. 